Hello, Girlboss. COO and Editor-in-Chief of Girlboss, Neha Gandhi here. I'm filling in for Sophia Amoruso. We have a great guest for you today. Known for years now as one of the most influential women in Mexico and a force in service of gender parity, Angelica Fuentes is an executive, entrepreneur, investor, and mother, and she's now located right here in New York City. And she's focused on using research and money to change the way investment looks for businesses run by and supporting women today. Before we get to our chat, I want to remind you that if you want to join us in building Girlboss, you can check out the Girlboss community. Get early access now at community.girlboss.com. Also, remember, if you like what you hear on today's show, go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe, and tell a friend. We're going to get to our chat with Angelica in just a moment, but first, Sophia is going to tell you a little bit about Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com slash girlboss and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. And then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. I love Stitch Fix. I get it to our office, delivered all the time, and actually there's just tons of Stitch Fix packages coming in and out of the Girlboss offices. I'm excited for my next box when I get home from New York. Now that the Girl Boss Rally is done, and after the holiday, a nice gift for myself. So get started now at stitchfix.com slash girlboss, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash girlboss to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash girlboss. Success. It's such a complicated idea, and yet for so long, we've all collectively subscribed to a single definition of the word, which was likely given to us by a white-haired dude somewhere in a boardroom in the 1960s. And there's nothing wrong with that definition, with the notion of climbing a corporate ladder with a singular focus. But it's time to make space for a few other definitions, for side hustles and well-being and failing forward, and for the idea that success is a wild ride, not the destination at the end of it. Join me for a journey into the lives of women who are redefining success and paving the way for others with grit and grace. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder and CEO of Girlboss Media, and this is Girlboss Radio. Angelica Fuentes is a Latin American businesswoman and impact investor who has committed her life to gender equality. She's been recognized by Forbes magazine as one of Mexico's most influential women. At the age of 29, Angelica was appointed CEO of Grupo Imperial. My goal was to become the CEO, and I worked very hard at it. They were basically men in the executive positions, did not believe in what I was doing. They thought that I was going to get bored and and, uh, walk away. Little did they know that I was there to stay. She quickly positioned the company as a top player in northern Mexico's energy sector. From there, she went on to head many different energy companies, including the Mexican Natural Gas Association and the Business Energy Network of APEC. 
In addition to her career as a powerful executive, Angelica has equally devoted herself to supporting the cause of women and gender equality. Some of her social justice work includes participation in the World Economic Forum's Gender Parity Program, leading the Mexican Gender Parity Task Force, and serving on former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's International Council on Women's Business Leadership. In 2014, she established the Angelica Fuentes Foundation, which is focused on women's empowerment and gender equality as one of the most efficient tools for social, economic, and environmental development. The foundation supported the Girl Up program from United Nations Foundation in Guatemala. And we got to change the marriage age from 14 to 18, affecting millions of girls. In addition to her foundation, she recently founded a skincare line called A Complete, a charity called the Imperative Fund, an investment fund called Equal Invest, and a beauty line called the Beauty Station. She's a woman on a mission, and today she's here to share how we can help in the fight for gender parity, how to balance multiple jobs at once, and the reality of becoming a mother later in life. Now let's get to it. Here's our chat with Angelica Fuentes. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to talk a little bit about your career and everything you've accomplished because you are an executive, you are a founder, you invest in women, and you've been... You had your first CEO role over 25 years ago. Right. But there's a version of you that happened before that, before everything that we're celebrating today. And I'm so curious about where you started. What was your first job? Well, my first job was at a gas station at one of the gas stations of my family. I was 11 years old. And the most significant thing about working there had to do with me finding out, out of a man, what it was to be absolutely publicly discriminated. So I did what you know an 11-year-old at a gas station could do, which was pump gas, clean windshields, you know, put air in tires and things like that. And I saw how the guys were being tipped, but I was not. So one day, evening, I told myself I had to have the courage to ask, why not me? And I did the next morning. And the man answered because you're a woman. And it just struck me, you know, so hard to get that answer. And then I gathered the courage to say, why do you make a difference? So he tipped me back then, this is a long time ago, uh, Juarez, which is a city that, uh, that where I grew up in, was very small. And so there were lines of cars, you know, uh, talking about that girl that pumped gas at the gas station. So, but I learned something very important, not consciously at 11 years old, but I learned that if I did not speak up for myself, that I've, if I did not raise my voice and lift my hand for what was right for me, nobody was going to do it. So that's where it started. What drove you to, I mean, I think it's, it would be, there's another version of that story where you're 11, you're afraid, and he's like, it's, this is just the way it is. You're a girl. You don't get the tip. And you say, okay, great. I feel sad about it, but I'm going to go home and cry, and I'm not going to say anything. What was it in you that made you feel confident enough to ask? I can't pinpoint exactly what it was, but I think it had to do with the way I was raised. I had a lot of privileges, but I was raised in a far than less perfect family where I was supposed to be one of three things. Somebody's daughter, somebody's wife, and if I was lucky enough, I would become somebody's mom. And I questioned everything. I, since I can remember, I questioned everything. I got in a lot of trouble by doing that. But there was just this fire within me that 
was not going to allow that to happen to me. Later on in life, I realized that while doing that for me, I was also having a big responsibility of trying to take, you know, open up that path for the women that came behind me. And that's why I've been working, you know, as a woman's advocate in, in every sense of the word, you know, whether it be through philanthropy, through the businesses that I've ran, now, you know, investing um, in women, you know, I have a big responsibility. I, I, I know that that this is my calling, this is my passion, and, and, and I'm one of those millions of voices that is out there to remind women that they also have one. And the true, real power comes from within. Wow, that's powerful. I'm wondering if some of that starts with having that adversity. I mean, I don't, I don't wanna call it adversity necessarily, but that idea that the expectations of you in your home as a child were very specific and they weren't necessarily lining up with what you saw in yourself and the possibilities that you felt. Do you feel like you have, you're stronger because of it? I feel I'm very strong because of the things that life has thrown at me. And yes, it, they have been, you know, big adversities, some bigger than I ever imagined I would have to go through. And yes, that made me stronger. That made me push forward. Sometimes, sadly, things like that break somebody's spirit. In my case, it did the total opposite. I just pushed forward. I became more resilient. But then I also did something that was very important. I opened up my heart to the understanding that this sounds weird, but again, you sound weird to me when I would say it you know, in public. But love is the most powerful thing we can ever wake up into. And, you know, as, as time went by, as my life, you know, started developing, I realized that everything that I have gone through has made me who I am today. And I love what I look in the mirror inside and out every single morning. And to some of us, that makes us, you know, stronger. I don't necessarily think that that is something that you have to go through in order to become a true powerful woman. I have two little girls, a five and an eight-year-old, and I'm teaching them through my example and words that they don't have to go through anything that's that painful in order for them to understand that respect comes from within, that dignity is something we give ourselves out of love, out of compassion for who we are, and therefore we can share with others. And when you start understanding all of that, you start truly becoming powerful. When I ask them, where is real power? They say, in my heart, mommy. And somehow we become what we believe, we become the words that we put out there. And I think that that's how we should start walking through life, by reminding ourselves and other women that we don't have to go through all those perils and all those hardships to become strong. Because we already have that power within us. We just have to find the strength to wake up into it. Yeah, and I think that people like you, women who have sort of faced adversity, telling their stories and being forthcoming and not saying, you know, the things that have been hard, I'm gonna put in a box over here and all you're gonna see about me is, you know, the perfect, beautiful version that we all share on Instagram or wherever. That goes a long way in that regard. I agree with you. I think that we try to cover up our our um, our 
how do you call it, our um, scars with things that we put on top, but that's not true. We truly overcome pain. We we overcome everything that life throws at us when we accept where we are, who we become because of it, whether it be good or bad. And from there, decide, do I want to change and become a better version of who I've been or a better version of, you know, of, of who I've invented myself to be? Because at the end of the day, it's just a theater, you know, that, that we put about our lives out there to live as we, as, as we choose. And I think scars are beautiful. I think that that's just, you know, um, what makes us move forward. I think that women have made themselves pretend to be perfect and we go through life wanting to be perfect because that's a stereotype that, that media and everybody has, you know, created about women. And that's not true. Nobody's perfect. We can make mistakes. And mistakes to me are just opportunities to grow. The past is gone. All we have is a present to portray from, from our present into what we want to do in the future. So you know, the mistakes just do not define us. It's okay to fail. It's okay to get up and try it again in a different form, you know, to get a, a different result. And, you know, that's, that's how I view, you know, the things that have happened to me in my life. And that is what I want to share with, you know, especially younger generations of, of women is that, hey, it's okay to fall. It's okay to fail. You know, just dust your knees and keep on moving. You have everything you need within yourself to keep on waking up into who you truly are. All you have to do is just believe. On the failure front, I think that's such a powerful thing. I do think that there is something inherently privileged about that idea of failing forward, right? Who gets to fail forward? Um, there's probably some hierarchy of white men are most likely to be able to fail forward. And then, um, you know, a lot of other people. And then you see women of color, women um, of other ethnicities, women who are otherized in any way, sort of closer to the bottom of that pyramid. And I'm curious if you have advice for women who feel that way, who are sort of maybe have had a failure and are feeling stuck because they're not sure that our culture, our society, our country, specifically this country, sees them in a way where they get a second chance. I think that, and I believe, I don't just think, I believe that we all give each other as many chances as we want to. It has nothing to do with, are you going to give me another opportunity? Are you going to give me another chance? I want to give myself another opportunity to take that that I failed in in the past and to do it in a different way because if I make another mistake, then that's okay. That'll teach me to keep moving forward. I definitely believe that what today, but I don't agree with our call minorities. I'm Hispanic. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm part of that group. Um, yes, I believe that they might think of us as less than, but when we learn that it has nothing to do with what others think, but what I think of me, then we will start making changes for ourselves. Because we can't change anybody in life except me. I believe in me. I love me. I know that my true power is within me. And I learned especially it about three and a half years ago. So it's up to each individual 
to change that narrative for the individual. And once we get there and once we understand that, you know, it takes one to make a change and remind others about it. And that's why I tell women all the time, once I wake up into this, once I understand that, then it's your responsibility because it's because it's been mine to remind other women of it. So my advice to them is don't let them define you. You choose what you want. You give yourself another opportunity. You get up there with your head up high and your heart open and go try it again. Don't let anybody decide what you want in life. It's yours. And you should run with it and you should do whatever you want to with it. I think there's great examples of incredible women that I've met throughout my life because my favorite thing of working is working with the, ways, uh, with the women at the base of the income ladder. And God, to look into their eyes and to see what they do when they wake up into, or when they start actually waking up into who they truly are to achieve their p- potential, you know, it's just incredible. There's nothing that can stop them. And, uh, and I just think it starts with, with oneself.